Hey, I'm Katie. And I'm Riley, and this is Firefly Grills Breaking Bread Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Breaking Bread Podcast. I am one half of this podcast, Riley. And I'll be nice today. I'm the <laughs> other half, Katie. <laughs> Welcome, Katie. And today we have a very special guest with us in the house. We have Gino McWilliams with Lucia's Italian Kitchen. How you doing, Gino? Good, good. How are you guys? Thank good. You. Gino, we're excited to have you because, I mean, I feel like you took Effingham by storm a couple, man, was it three years ago? Four years ago? Uh, 2020. Like November. right in the midst of COVID and yeah. craziness and restaurants opening, closing, whatever. I feel like you just came in and you were like, here I am. I'm super talented. Eat my food. Let's go. And it's it's grown since then. So yeah. give us a little who are you and give us a little rundown of who is Chef Gino. Oh, Chef Gino. Um, <laughs> just a guy who loves to cook, right? Yeah. That's, that's where it started. Mm-hmm. Um I was a contractor for 23 years. Really? I built awesome. restaurants all over the country at uh-huh. a national scale and just constantly cooked, right? Mm-hmm. I was cooking. Uh, plan was to be a chef, right, mm-hmm. uh, at an early age, but when I was 18, they didn't make any money. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we make money now. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm not sure sometimes anything <laughs> has changed, but... Yeah, they really <laughs> didn't make money then. So construction was... Paid well, got yeah. into it, uh, got married young, had kids young. Yeah. Said, well, I got to keep working construction. And mm-hmm. that's kind of how it stayed that way yeah. uh, to make money. But I always cooked, right? I'd be traveling. In the later years, uh, I would literally just, if I went to a town, I would find a restaurant or a chef I liked, uh-huh. and I'd go stage for free. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm here for eight weeks. I'll work in your kitchen for yeah. free. Like, yeah. See you tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, uh, if anybody <laughs> would like to come to Firefly or would she isn't do that, like right. we're available, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, so did that, uh, cooked a lot through there and just constantly traveled with everything and, and literally just honed in on a craft for 20 something years yeah. in a hotel room. Honestly, that's wow. awesome. Traveling, I cooking in a hotel room. Yeah, pizzas. I Very similar. Pizza in a hotel room. Yeah. So where were you? Where were you cooking at? Like, was what states? All in Illinois, or were you all over? No, all over. All so over. Arizona, California. So I lived in Atlanta. I had a house in Atlanta for almost mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so cool. A lot there. Um, yeah, we went. We we're licensed in thirty states. So yeah, I was in New Jersey. I got to see so much culinary throughout the country yeah. you know, of the U.S. So what, you know, we go to Iowa, it was corn or wherever it was. Yeah. And, you know, cheesesteaks in New Jersey. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, My mouth Philly is watering. And, yeah. And, you know, so, yeah, I literally got to just sample everything and I'd find something I liked. I'm like, I can do that. Yeah. That's awesome. And so, and that's where it started. But, so the real uh, question is, how do you make pizza in a hotel room? Easy. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, I can't even boil water, so. <laughs> <laughs> we know that, Katie. <laughs> You travel with pizza ovens. Period, oh, right? so you see the little new Unicodas? Yeah, those I've seen them on while, right? embarrassing enough TikTok, but yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, you have those multiple things. You have an, uh, just a toaster oven on your counter. Yeah, you know, as far as that goes. But I literally would, you know, work on dough and have it fermenting in the fridge. I'd uh-huh. have it shoved under the bed. I'd have it wow. out on the sun in the patio. I mean, literally just making dough all the yeah. time. And I would just make pizzas all the time. That's crazy. And That's awesome. Get kicked out of hotels. <laughs> Happened. Oh wow. My For making pizza? Long, Long Island, New York uh, tossed me. We, I had a propane tank uh-huh. with an Unicoda in the room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm at work and the lady calls and she says, hey, my cleaning lady said there's a pizza oven and a propane tank in your room. I said, that's not a pizza oven and that's not a propane tank. I said, that tank is full of water. I said, I'm overweight. I've been steaming broccoli. She was, oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hangs up the phone. Ten minutes later, calls back madder than hell. Oh, I bet. You can get your, you know. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do not cook in our hotel. And yeah, I was out of that one. So. Oh, shoot. That's but a great story. It's all right, though, because I made pizzas, took it to the local bar. These New York guys are like, where did this come from? Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's how it started. Yeah, and those New Yorkers would be very hard to impress when yeah. it came to pizza. So, so. cooking. And it got to the point. Right? Yeah. So how it transitioned over is yeah. um, right before 2022, mm-hmm. um, I had a couple investors come to me and right before COVID. Yeah. And we were 
not even slated for Effingham. Sure. So we went to Birmingham, mm-hmm. Nashville, all over the, the, I wanted to go cook with the big dogs. Sure. Right? So we settled on Louisville, Kentucky. I love Louisville, I used Butcher, to live there. Yeah, she's from there. Butchertown. Uh-huh, there. I know Butchertown, yeah. So do you know the mayor, the guy who called the mayor over there? I do not. Yeah, now I feel not cool for yeah. living there. I mean. <laughs> Forget his name, but anyways, he was the guy that had the building we we're looking at. Uh-huh. Uh, we had drawings done for a 5,000 square foot Italian gastropub called Mazza. Uh-huh. And COVID hit. Put the brakes, everybody kind of pulled back. Yeah. Um, and that was, okay, how do we cook right now? Right. And I found the ghost kitchen model. Right. Yeah. Like, I can do that. Yeah. So we found that, built one here in Effingham. It's close to home. Yeah. Through the lockdown, I turned my garage into a test kitchen. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm like, man, I should have moved in. I'm a great taste tester. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning, I'd be out in the garage, and all day long, all we did was cook. And cook yeah. And, cook. Um, and then we got into the ghost kitchen, and that was only just a step. It was never an end yeah. all sure. for me, right? Sure. Then we had the three restaurants, yeah. the yeah. steaks, the burgers, the Lucia's. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, let's just start cooking and yeah. see where it goes. And then eventually, you know, the space we're in now came yeah. available. Yeah. Um, the yeah. ghost kitchen model was not, you know, it wasn't as busy as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, the online ordering, people don't, they didn't get it at first. Yeah. You know, it's the, hard. The phone would ring off the hook. I was going to say, we still struggle with that. Online out of ordering that. is hard. Yeah. Say, I need a burger. Oh, well, you have a phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, Order the damn burger yeah. online, please. You can put in all the, the things you want. The yeah. goal was to not have an employee up there on a the phone. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theory, right. Right. So, right. But, yeah, no, it, and that kind of took off, and we decided that here's where Lucia's got the the pick of the three. Yeah. Sure. Um, I noticed in town mm-hmm. that you have a lot of restaurants, right? Tons. And I saw there's levels of mm-hmm. restaurants where mm-hmm. like you guys at the Firefly, right? Yeah. And, and I kind of saw this massive void mm-hmm. of where things were. Yeah. Like, yeah we're going to go right under this one. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And and that's kind of where it started. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's, a, there's an opening for what we do. Yeah. Right? If there had been, I don't know, another artisan crafted, you know, pasta pizza mm-hmm. guy sure you know, and it may be a different choice i don't know yeah I, yeah. You know, I mean i still crave your cheesesteaks i'm not gonna lie um so i, I get it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i just think that's such an interesting concept so you you had the ghost kitchen you had um you had lucia's and you had the burger place and then yeah. you had um cheesesteaks so you found that the the top seller was the italian cuisine top seller was cheesesteaks cheesesteaks okay well, yeah. for volume yeah yeah, uh, yeah. top money maker but in terms of filling in terms yeah. of filling the void and like you know you wanted to pursue yeah. Yeah. and then me as a chef right that was the other thing that went into it was okay do i want to bang out steaks on a flat grill right all day every day mm-hmm. my creativity level would go bonkers sure yeah i don't know if you guys remember we had a barbacoa cheesesteak, a bomb oh, yeah. oh, I remember, yeah. Chicken, all these different the kinds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I would just be trying to recreate, you know, all the time. And yeah. I knew if I was just on a grill, I would go bonkers. So yeah, I'm yeah. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah, Lucia's is going to give me a much better version of a chef than a cheesesteak. I love yeah. it. That's kind of what we I, yeah, I was going to say, it opens a window for just much more, th- you know, many more things. Um, I feel like a big part of it was like your guys' Valentine's Day menu that you did was, you know, it wasn't necessarily full, you know, it, it wasn't pizza and pasta. It was a steak. It was, you know, I, I've heard about these potatoes that I never tried all <laughs> over town. So it's like, it still gives you that outlet to do, you right. know, whatever you want. Yeah. And we so. can do, and the point is when you have a restaurant, you can take a day and say, look, we're not serving this. We're doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, absolutely. You know, you're get some guests that come in a little upset but you know you have the luxury to kind of do that right? yeah so yeah, yeah that was that was the other thing and then we put you know we ended up putting steak on our menu oh you uh, did yeah. okay so yeah it's been through summer spring and summer menu had, yeah had the ribeye had ribs because it got to the point where i thought you know let's say you guys would say hey you want to go to dinner yeah where do you want to go it's the next question Right. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, how about Lucia's? Ah, I don't want pizza or pasta. We were yeah. out of that conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So they were done. I'm like, okay, let's put in some protein and do some things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was just through summer. But come fall, mm-hmm. right, our menu's getting ready to kick off for fall. Ooh, this is like an exclusive, I feel. This is like top <laughs> secret up in here. Yeah. The grill goes away. Ooh. For the winter and fall. Okay. And we are honing down on pasta. Yeah. Cool. Do, right? yeah. yeah. We're bringing in. 
some crazy pasta. That's and it's awesome. so good. I actually will say, Niall is a huge fan of your guys' carbonara. I mean, how many it times have we heard that? He sat in the um, same seat for seven weeks in a row. Yeah, I'm like, I, I would call him and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm at lunch. And I'm like, you're at lunch? I was like, when do you go to lunch? And he was like, I'm having carbonara. I'm like, oh, I know where you are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is bomb. His carbonara. babe. Car- yeah. Carbonara is a staple for us. Oh, right? it's so um, good. And there's one reason why it's good. Why is that? Well, there's two. The main reason is the guanciale that we make mm. that goes in it. Mm-hmm. It's number one, right? It is a must that goes in that dish. Yeah. And we can buy it yeah. for $23 a pound, which mm-hmm. costs more than prosciutto, by the way. Right. Uh, or you make it. Yeah. We make ours. And, and it literally mm. cures for three months at a time. And, and we have them hanging in the cooler. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's that one sole ingredient that makes that dish. My mouth is literally watering. Like, I can't. <laughs> I, know, I can't. love carbonara. Um, yes. Yeah, and then so. what's the number two? You said there's two things. So number one. Well, I, the fresh pasta, I think, is always a carbonara. Uh, totally. Right? Yeah. Always. So there's different levels, different dishes that require dry mm-hmm. and certain that fresh. I mean, mm-hmm. fresh isn't always best in certain dishes. Yeah. Right? A linguine and clams. Now you know it's too wet. It's gonna break down your pasta. Mm. You know, so there are dishes that you know, but we kind of tend to the fresh. Yeah, that's awesome. That was something that kind of shocked me when we were in Italy last summer. Is you know, I just assumed everybody used fresh pasta, and that was not the case. And I, and now you know, I guess now I know, like that's you know, the difference difference. though Uh from Italy pasta, fresh to dry, Uh it's mostly dry what you're eating there. Yeah. But it's made fresh. Yeah. Right. And then dried. So it's different than, let's call out the mm-hmm. barilla. Mm-hmm. Right. It's shooting through silicone dyes for production. Sure. Fast, fast, sure. fast. Totally different, right? And sure. They're using bronze dyes and, and things like that. So it is a different way. And their drying process is mm-hmm. different. The humidity is different. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, a lot of them don't eat fresh pasta. Yeah. That. It was very shocking to me. We, yeah. we kind of did, you know, some research there. But yeah. um, so tell us like a little bit about like the inspiration behind your menu. Mm. Obviously, the, it's Italian, yeah. but in the name, know. I wanted to learn more about um, where the name Lucia's comes from. Oh yeah, and uh, the exact way to correctly pronounce <laughs> it's it, Lucia's. Lucia, right? Lucia. Yes, Lucia. <laughs> so it is Lucia's, of course, and that Lucia is Italian for Lucy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Our granddaughter is named Lucy. Okay. That. Yes. That's where the name came from. Yes. So we named it after her, uh, and then. The grandson was not very happy. <laughs> so uh, she inherits a restaurant, I guess. Technically, no. Yeah. <laughs> her name's just on the wall. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's named after our granddaughter, yeah. uh, uh, Lucy. So it's called Lucia's. Yeah. And then Henry is the grandson. Uh huh. Um, and that translates to Enrico, which is the craziest damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> like Who would have ever thought? So, of course, my wife says, you know, you got to do something, a sandwich, something after it. Yeah. So we made a sandwich called the Enrico. Oh. Did not sell. Did it? Uh-huh. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever had that. Took it off the menu. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the next. Then it was really pissed. <laughs> yeah. anyway. Enrico part two coming up maybe yeah. in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lucia is, it's not Lucia, it's not Lucia's. Yes. yes. I, you know, so, it is Lucia's, you know. Perfect. Uh, Italian kitchen. So. Perfect. And, Love it. And yeah. tell us the inspiration behind the different dishes, which I know, you know, you were just talking about it changes. It's, you know, based on season, right. that kind of stuff. But it is. Um, we're the whole goal to Lucia's is to stay as traditional as possible. Love it. Not mm-hmm. change too much of the of what it really is. So yeah. Italian food in the U.S. Mm-hmm. is mostly Italian American. Sure. Right. So it's all like my mom who came over, right? Mm-hmm. So they come over to here. They're making what they did, but all of a sudden they're like, oh, there's this thing called pepperoni, right? <laughs> Use that. And yeah. Then, and all of a sudden things start to change, and yeah. that's how Italian American came. Got him. There is no pepperoni in Italy. I yeah. If you guys figure that out. No, yeah, there wasn't there any was pepperoni. Not, yeah, no. that's order true. pizza with pepperoni and tell me what you get on it. Yeah, I'm like, I red don't. Peppers yeah, right, pepperoni yeah. Pepperoni is pepper. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you're going to get a pizza with roasted red peppers. Yeah. So no, what yeah. the hell? So, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is not what I thought it was. You know, your chicken parm, right? Your mm-hmm. fettuccine alfredos, all that stuff you see in every Italian restaurant is Italian American. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. we did not see that when we were yeah. in Italy. So no. ours is a matriciana carbonara. And I take, when I do the menu, I look at different regions yeah. of Italy, right? Yeah. So 
My favorite is Emilia Romagna region by Rome, and that's the okay. capital of pasta there. Yep. Sure. It's, it's a lot of egg pasta. Um, so that's kind of my wheelhouse where I like to stay with yeah. the pasta. But, you know, we just kind of go through and say what are some of the greatest dishes that I think over there, and that's mm-hmm. the ones that we kind of brought on. So, mm-hmm. of course, lasagna. Um that's our biggest seller by far. Oh, I'm sure, because it's like something that people recognize. They're like, oh, yeah. I know I it's, like that. It's yeah. a safe option. Yeah. yeah, until they get it and they're like, oh, it's not laden in tomato sauce. <laughs> this is a little different. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's truly a bolognese sauce, right? It's mm. authentic as it gets, and that's yeah. why we keep it that way. It's bechamel, mm-hmm. bolognese, yeah. red wine, salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. That's it. it. There's nothing crazy in that. Mm-hmm. So that was one. Um the carbonara, of course, the Roman carbonara, the guanciale that we make in-house is, is key to that dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, so now guanciale, we have the amatrachana on there as well. Okay. So that's a spicy red sauce. Basically, mm-hmm. it's... Oh, I feel like I've had that, and it's yeah, very and it good. has guanciale, right? Uh-huh. So you get the guanciale fat, and then, yeah. you know, as far as the red pepper and things like that. So that was on there. Um, the rigatoni butiera has mm-hmm. been a big seller for yeah. us. That's a dish from Puglia. Mm. And it's supposed to have peas in it. Okay. I, take I love peas. I know. I, I, I garnished it with pea tendrils to give you that thing. Yeah. But okay. the more I looked at that dish, I'm like, you know, they don't put damn pea tendrils in it. Really. <laughs> 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 so we took them off and stayed rustic. But yeah, um, yeah technically it has, has peas. But yeah. I just removed the peas out of there. Yeah. Makes um, it your own signature Italian dish. Italian sausage. It's a red sauce and a cream together yeah. to make like a rose. It's good. And mm. yeah, it's very simple, you know. So, I love it. Um, I will tell you one that that has made the menu and stayed is the trattata miale. Miale means pork. Mm-hmm. Um, I came home on a Saturday night, and I belong to a Facebook group from Italy, mm-hmm. and I see this white bolognese. Mm. What the hell is white bolognese? Yeah, I'm like, that's like it's red. The opposite of right. what you think. Yeah. So as I read it, apparently back before bolognese was bolognese, uh-huh. in like you know early days, they would take all their cut off pork and grind it up from their deli meats to to the foot to everything mm-hmm. and they would cook it with white wine and then they would use milk wow. and somebody changed the white to red wine yeah the pork mm-hmm. to beef and right. added tomatoes and now you have huh. maize. yeah so i was so intrigued that i stayed up to like three in the morning like, what in the hell <laughs> non how do i do this <clears throat> so i literally went to fred and said i need whole ground hog every part you have can yeah. you get a bag which Fred's the best, so I'm sure yeah. he was like, sure, we yeah, can do that. Enough salt, that, yeah. Know? And so I blended it with our Italian sausage that we have. Yeah. And recreated that dish the way I saw that it would be. Uh, of course, I didn't use milk. I used heavy cream. Oh, <laughs> I mean, right? love heavy cream. One step wine, above, right? yeah. <laughs> so, and that has been a big hit. So as we put it together, we pick it up on service, <clears throat> excuse me, with mushrooms. So we saute our mushrooms and everything. And I'm like, it needs something else. And then we added the mushrooms to it. And it's been a big hit. Oh, yum. That's awesome. So is it a I'm little off watering. tradition? Yeah, it is. Slightly, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. This was way back before I even knew what you know, bolognese was. Right. Yeah. Is it tradition or not? But you're right. putting your own spin on it, which is awesome. Yeah, and right. that's what it is. So, uh, yeah, those are the three cores, right? Yeah. Stay. So a um, lot more pasta coming on board. So we don't of do course. a lot of stuffed pastas. Yeah. Uh, because I don't have time. Yeah, I'm like, that would just be so tedious. But I mean, we we have a few coming on. Yeah. I figured out how to make time for the fall. Yeah. yeah. And we've got some stuff. So your menu yeah. rotates seasonally, would you say? I try to, yeah. Okay. So I do sure. fall, winter, mm-hmm. um, and then spring, summer is kind of the big two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I usually change a couple items just for winter. So fall will run September, October, November. Mm-hmm. And then come in December, I may drop one or change one or it may stay. Yeah. You know, but a slight tweak after that. And yeah. Then, of course, when it gets into spring and summer, we kind of change it, you know, a little bit there. Yeah. Very cool. So, so tell us a little bit about your pizza because you have like, you know, some big time awards behind your name. <laughs> Pizza's good. Um, <laughs> so tell, like, what are you, like, how, what's the, like, your title with the pizza? Because you were on, like, a pizza team, I mean. Which we still are. Um, okay, you still are, so yeah, that's awesome. it's the United States pizza team. So that's, like, that's bragging rights. That's a big deal. Kind of. How does, one, how does one get on the United States Make pizza team? Make a good pizza. Okay, well, we're not, we're not available for that because yeah. we, we don't cook, but we can taste test. Yeah, yeah. so there are two competitive teams. Cooks. Yeah. 
here in the states. Uh-huh. There's our team, the U.S. Pizza team, mm-hmm. and then there's the World Pizza Champions. Okay. Right? So we're like competitors, but really not. It's one big family. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, travel all over the country. That's amazing. Uh, they go to Italy. I have not went to Italy to compete with them, but I could. Yeah. Um, and they compete at the world stage. So there's a a huge pizza expo in Vegas every year. So mm-hmm. the World Pizza Expo is there. It's everywhere yeah. from around the world. Every great pizzaiola is there. Um, so basically, I was cooking these pizzas, and I had met this culinary lady who was a manager mm-hmm. for uh, Michael Simon at one time. She managed a couple other big celebrities. Love me some Michael so Simon. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mario Rizzotti, who is a Iron Chef judge, uh-huh. right? She managed. She still manages Mario. So she's like, you're kind of interesting, and you're making pizza. And, this, <laughs> you know, and she goes, I'm friends with Brian Hernandez, who's the head of the pizza team. And uh-huh. She goes, you got to check this guy out. And that's how it came to be. And he basically tried the pizza. And he's like, you want to be on our team? I said, I don't have a restaurant. You know, At the time, yeah, like, I did not even the... have a restaurant. Yeah. So the guy's like, how does this guy get on the team with no restaurant? Yeah. So eventually, of course, we got on and, uh, and compete. But... Through COVID, it was you know a lot of virtual competition sure. and yeah. stuff. I haven't been able to get to a couple since we opened Lucia's because you know it's literally a four day deal. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're hounding me like, you know, you got to get into a competition. Yeah, come quick, on. You know? <laughs> so, but yeah, it's uh, it, it is it's a pretty cool thing, right? Yeah. But these pizza makers are everything from Detroit to Roman to Grandma to Sicilian to right. ours. Ours is a neo-neapolitan i guess okay. if you want to call it that yeah uh, yeah it's a cross between a roman and a neapolitan you know the mm-hmm. when you guys are in italy did you have a true margarita while you were there anyway? um i you did but it in? wasn't in that area my i had it in florence so i feel like i didn't have the true, the true experience was it um was the edge which is called the cornish uh-huh. on yeah. the outside was it super puffy and airy and the pizza super limp and wet no Okay, that was not the right Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm thinking that I didn't. Because I, I actually, the first pizza that I had in Italy, I think it was before maybe you got there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that impressed with it that's at gorgeous. first. But I think we were eating at a restaurant that was maybe more American, you know what I mean? Kind mm-hmm. of touristy. Sort of tourist. We had good yeah. pizza. So Katie ended up I left halfway early. Through, and we had good pizza in Rome. That's yeah. where Niall had like a big explosion about pizza. He was all into it. but yeah. So maybe that was where... Yeah, we tried yeah. some, but so the, yeah, you know the Neapolitan, the margarita, right? You mm-hmm. see the big puffy cornichon around the outside, the mm. crust, and then it's kind of thin. So we took ours down a little mm-hmm. bit and we crisp up the bottom, you know, more like the other Roman mm-hmm. style, yeah, um, and blended the two together. And that's the pizza that we it's decided delicious. we wanted to go with. So yeah, believe it or not, um, the every pizzeria, most pizzerias in Italy serve what they call a Romana tonda. Mm. Right, it's mm-hmm. a thinner crust pizza, mm-hmm. slightly crispy on the bottom, but pretty thin, mm-hmm. and that's called the Romana Tona. You may have that Roman, maybe, but, yeah. Yep. So that's our other style that we just launched not yeah. too long ago. So okay. You can now get I our, haven't our, tried the new one. I'll our artisan, that. which is you know kind of the more yeah. you know breadier one, um, but you can get the Romana Tonda, which is a thinner one. See, and that's more my style. I yeah. like the thinner. That's yeah. just me. But, but there's so many different yeah. pizzas. Yeah. It's all about the hydration of your dough, the time. Yeah. All our flour we ship in from Italy. That's mm-hmm. our pasta flour, our pizza that's flour. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think that's what makes our pizza, honestly, is the flour. Yeah. And our bread yeah. is bonkers, right? Oh, my so, gosh. Oh, yes, yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's the flour. And it's yeah. the time that we give it. But, sure. But, you know, I don't, there's, they said, what's in your bread? Salt. Yeast and flour. Yeah. Water's free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's it. So yeah. it's just, it's it's the process of how much water is in there. And, sure. And how long you let it rest. Yeah. Well, that is one thing I will say. Like, if you eat at Lucia's, you can tell, like, how much time and heart and soul you guys have put into your food. Like, that's, and that's a big thing for us as well. But I just know you can really tell. And that's what I love. Because, you know, I love how you can see you guys actually making the food as well. Yeah. Like, I love the open kitchen concept. Like, now I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't, you know, they don't like that about us. They don't, whatever. But I love that because I just think you can feel the passion coming from whoever's Mm -hmm. working the line, you know. Mm -hmm. I like the open kitchen model. So, before the ghost kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. I was doing pop-ups, basically. Yeah, sure. So I built an outdoor kitchen at a farmer's market down in Flora. Mm -hmm. And it was a bar that was 14 seats Mm -hmm. and literally just a kitchen. And I would bring one person in with me. Yeah. And we would take, you know, reservations and we Uh would cook for 14. 
And this got to be going like crazy. Yeah. Somebody called the state plumbing inspector, said this guy's running a restaurant, he has no bathroom, he's got a portage on. He wasn't really at a restaurant. Yeah. Literally, everybody. Karen's got to make it hard for everybody. Uh, Shut us down. I'm like, damn. So then a lady calls me and said, you know, I live way out in Wayne County and I have a commercial kitchen in my barn. Yeah. I looked, I'm like, perfect. And we moved it to Wayne County. Nice. So when you would buy the tickets. Yeah. You wouldn't know where it was, and I would text you the address the oh, day that's cool. of the the so dinner, cool. yeah. And say, look, you can't tell. You can say it's in Wayne County, but please do not give this address. Yeah, away. yeah. And that's what we did, and we were doing all open kitchen, and we would put them in a communal table for fourteen where they also. Oh, together. I love it. Yeah. So that's where that whole open kitchen hmm. model in my head. I didn't know you did that. To yeah. Me. I'm, I'm like, it's got to be an open kitchen. Nobody yeah. has that here. Nobody has. I don't think anybody has a restaurant like ours around you gotta go to a bigger city to see the totally open yeah. i mean we don't have all the bells and whistles in the dining room and yeah and you order off a wall and some right. people are confused like subway i'm like oh, <laughs> yeah subway. Like, a little yeah. nicer yeah. come on different. people and yeah I, and it was my goal was to focus on the food right yeah and it's that's where we're like okay yes i want that rigatoni they get to the then they get it and they're like holy crap you know yeah they weren't expecting what what's coming up. this is not <laughs> subway right and, and at subway. that point they start to get it and yeah through covid you guys know it's hard to find help oh extremely right? staff and i'm like how do i do this with minimal staff and yeah and it clicked I'm yeah like, we don't need bigger staff now so right we just stay with it right mm-hmm. absolutely that was- there's a restaurant in nashville tennessee that you should go to sometime it's called cat bird seat and it that's the concept is they have um it's communal seating i don't know i think it's 22 seats and in the middle it's the chef in his suit and they cook for everybody so you don't know what the menu is you don't like you can't substitute you can't do anything and they just feed you it's like an eight course dinner or something like that i've always wanted to go never go here but i'd love it yeah (laughs) yeah yeah but it's just so neat yeah that's the way it should be though just like you know culinary surprise and you know yeah. you get what you get and you trust the chef you don't trust fit. the chef well everybody says do you know are you gonna add on i'm like no outdoor seating no yeah right. i would love to have outdoor seating and a nice little italian patio out there mm-hmm. we have the room our parking lot sure right? oh, yeah. so it's beautiful yeah how do i feed them right right yeah. you guys right. Get in. it's a packed place it's yeah. busy yeah it is and okay now there's 24 more seats your ticket time grows so mm-hmm. Like, then no, you're upset right? because your pasta took 35 minutes, yeah. you know. But well, it's, that's the other thing. We don't let them order. So even if we're full and we get full easy because yeah. there's a lot of seats. Sure. We don't let them order until we have a seat to put them in. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because once you order, there's something about an internal clock that starts going, Big now, where's time. my food? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you haven't even got to the up there to order yet, mm-hmm. then it's not so bad. So mm-hmm. we don't yeah. even let them order until we have a seat yeah. to put them in yeah. just yeah. for that reason. That's yeah. always something I encourage people that go to, you know, any restaurant. Like if they're not seating you and putting you on a wait, it's either they don't have the staff or they're slowing down the kitchen a bit. Like it's yeah. all a process. Yeah, we had a girl cut her thumb on the line last week. Oh, oh no. Like, stop the kitchen. Yeah, like stop. <laughs> we sanitize everything. <laughs> yeah. And, and there wasn't a drop of blood that hit the board. Sure. However, I'm like, I ripped the entire station apart. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. 20 minutes stop on it, and, and everybody's like, oh, if that's a live kitchen. You'll see pots drop. You'll right. You'll see a set of tongs hit the floor, whatever it is, and you can't stop it. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know right. what it is from kitchen behind the doors. Right. Yeah. 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 It's all part of the process. Yeah. For sure. There's something to say, though, about the intimate experience that you guys offer. I, every totally. time I go there, you can just feel that. I love that it's small and compact and like you can just feel the heart of the kitchen. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Inside there. That's kind of the, the goal, right? Yeah. I'd love to have it smaller. <laughs> honestly. You'd love yeah. a more intimate experience? Yeah. I would, yeah. I, I would really want to tighten. The hustle and bustle that goes on there yeah. is busy, right? Mm-hmm. When it hits, it hits. And, mm-hmm. and I would just, I think the guests are fine. I mean, we, we get feedback. And, yeah. But there's times I think that, you know, can we make it more intimate for them? Is, is there sure. a way to, to make their experience better? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're always looking at that. And the food yeah. is not the issue right now no. for us. I don't know that our place is an issue, but I think there's room for improvement on our dining room side sure. a little bit, you know. Sure. Uh, but we let we let the customers tell us where we go. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was my question. So, you know, obviously you're not expanding because you you love your intimate setting. No. What's kind of – do you have future plans? Do you have – you know, are you, you know, is it just like continuing to show, you know, your awesome work through the menu changes or what's kind of your next steps? It, 
Lucia's will will just be that, right? It, sure. It'll be very chef crafted all the way through. Our menu will never get larger than those three panels. Yeah. Right. Which I don't so, think there's anything wrong with that. Correct. Because now I can only fit so much on there. Yeah. And that's all we can handle, right? right? So large menus to me don't make sense anyway. But, I don't know how the Cheesecake Factory does it. Like that oh thing's a novel. <laughs> yeah. Pages, yeah. I'm like, what? It's overwhelming. It's crazy. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Um, but our frozen line is where we're growing. Yes. Right? So our frozen yes. pizzas, we signed up with a broker. Mm-hmm. We actually have our second uh, Zoom uh, phase today. Oh, exciting. So, yeah, she's found a co-packer. That's we're awesome. Working on marketing and branding. And yeah. With a little luck, maybe six months to market. Okay. I don't yeah. know. I'm wow. guessing at that number. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so she's out of Arizona, mm-hmm. um, has another uh, place in Washington. So she only deals with Kroger, Albertson, Costco, QBC, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the path we're trying to take our frozen. I mean, very four cool. of the tops, frozen that's pizza. huge. Yeah, so, so um, very interesting what today's going to bring because I talked to her and I said, hey, send me over the data. I want to look at it. She yeah. went, well, I'd rather walk you through this through the meeting, Gene, than have you trying to fumble through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, okay. She goes, by the way, your pizza's fantastic. I'm like, did Blake send you a pizza? Yeah. She goes, no, we made your pizza. Oh. I, I didn't know they made it already. They found the co-packer. So what mm. happened was, of course, there's an NDA involved. Yeah, right? of course. So they had to, we had to film every step of our dough, mm. the process, sure. and, and send her all these videos, mm. and they recreated it with this co-packer, and hmm. she said, insanely good. Wow. wow. Okay, I'll That's be the awesome. judge of that. When yeah, I taste it. yeah. So, what's let me, let me, that look like if you do move to that larger scale? Are you still gonna be making all those in at Lucia's or no? You have total to, co-packer. Oh, so, so you our initial a, brain was, you know, we I have the space next to me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two reasons. One, I thought that's where the frozen would go. Okay. Secondly, I don't want anybody moving in next to me. Yeah. In case <laughs> I want to do something else. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So that's why I have that other space now. When we put all the numbers together, our ovens are fifty thousand dollars an oven, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, it's cheap, crazy. right? Yeah, okay, some change. Four oh ovens, my gosh! New mixer, yeah, build out. Like, all that's of a sudden, insane. yeah, we're three hundred plus into a build out, and we haven't made a frozen pizza. Mm. Yeah, right. Then how do you compete? We're a pizza factory, right? With Flex and Gate, the printing companies, and all mm. the established mm-hmm. right. factories that are here. I'm like. Co-pack. Absolutely. Yeah. As long as we can get the product to where we want it. Yeah. yeah I'm fine with the whole co-packing. Sure. So explain, I guess, co-packing for people so listening. Co-packings are basically a large production food plant. So okay. uh, let's take, um, I don't know, Papa Ray's barbecue sauce or whatever mm. you see on the shelves. One day they're making all barbecue sauce for this company. And then the next day, they could be making Lucia's pizzas. Mm. The next day, they could be making sure. somebody's cupcakes or whatever that is. So, gotcha. um, and that's kind of what it is. And they yeah. literally will make our product, pack it, have it ready for shipping and everything. So mm. the broker handles all the logistics, everything from A to Z, mm-hmm. right? Um, in-store marketing they do with us. Yeah. But they also get 10% of every pizza you sell. Oh, that's gotcha. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, contracts are roughly five years for mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and then you go from there. So, yeah. But yeah, so we literally will be hands off. We'll have to that's order awesome. my own pizzas back at my restaurant. Too. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Isn't so that kind of like, crazy? Need, that's pretty cool, yeah, though. I, I didn't realize. pizzas yeah. so I can sell them at our restaurant. Right. Um, we'll have to order them from the co-packer to, to right. be sent to me. Right. Hmm. Right now we're making them on Mondays and Tuesdays. We're yeah. doing 400 pizzas a week. Yeah, because I know you can get them locally at different spots, yeah. too. Uh, yeah. Village Wine now has them yeah, on the weekends, right? Yeah, that's what Blake was telling uh, me. There's a bar in Robinson called the Woods Event Center. He has them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we sell them at the store, which nobody would never know because we don't advertise it. But sure. people know that we have them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they'll come in and buy five or six at a time. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so, but, yeah, they're there's always a few hundred in the restaurant. So. Sure. That's awesome. Well, I like that you're keeping the restaurant, you know, to its true form, but then you're also like doing next level stuff. Like that's just really interesting to me. I that's appreciate awesome. It. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. Right. I just, I mean, it's the whole cooking side is, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. The pasta is, there's so much to do with it. And it's oh, so, I yeah. yeah. The, I'm the, telling the, you, I can't even make toast. So I'm like impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we have, so we make our, Pasta in our pizza mixer. Interesting. Mm. The extruded pasta. Uh-huh. Right? So we're doing it 60 pounds at a time. Uh-huh. 
And then we mix it all in there. Then it goes into the extruded pasta machine, mm -hmm. which has the bronze dyes that we interchange, which gives us the different shapes and cuts. Colors and all that kind and of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, of course, our lasagna is a sheeter and more, much more yeah. a lighter flour and things like that. But, yeah. But, yeah, we have a, a pretty big extruder. We When we opened... I had a countertop model that was, I don't know, 10 by 12, mm -hmm. by this tall. Really? And it never stopped, and it would smoke and because there was so much going through it. Sure. Wow. And when I went to Too much production. the NRA uh, with Pasta Biz, she's like, you're kidding me. How much are you putting out of this thing? I'm like, this. She goes, and it hasn't burned up yet. I'm like, no. <laughs> Thank God. Right? <laughs> so Blake and I came home with a brand-new $30,000 machine that is like, shoot. Yeah. Like, oh, where's this? Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. So we definitely went with a larger extruder. And yeah. Yeah, it goes pretty quick now. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Sure. That's awesome. Um, so obviously owning and operating a restaurant is a demanding venture. What are some of the most valuable lessons you feel like you've learned about managing and sustaining? Don't a, do it. No, I'm a kidding. A successful <laughs> restaurant that Lucia's is. You know, it's the people, right? It's a yeah. people game. So yeah. We didn't know where we'd be when we opened this thing. We, mm -hmm. we kind of had an idea of what's the restaurant going to feel like, smell like, taste like. And sure. You kind of know that in your head. But as it flows for six months, right, it takes on its own identity at mm -hmm. that point. And you kind of either change it or you jump on with it. That's mm -hmm. the way it goes. So it is a people business. It really is. The open kitchen model for the customers is huge. Our staff is, I don't know, people say it's like the bear. Right. <laughs> yeah, I saw you I guys. Um, every day. I the video, to watch that. the I video of them singing "Happy Birthday" to you on Facebook. Right. That made me feel like it was the bear. Just be, I just watched season two, and um, yeah, it just feels like a very intimate family. You guys all feel like family there, and it's, it's kind of know. a handful. I, is misfits a good word to say? I don't know because that's what the restaurant. Every restaurant is, is full of misfits. I'm yeah. one. You're one. It, I mean, that's it how bring, well, it brings people together that normally would not probably cross paths exactly. in the world, yeah. right? And so you take, our core has been with us for a while. We've had mm -hmm. people in and out, in sure. and out, right? But our pizziola, Jamie, mm -hmm. right? Um, from Vandalia has, I don't know, 100 animals on our farm, right? <laughs> Just works her ass off. That's yeah. awesome. And was working in a gas station that I happened to go in maybe after a few glasses of wine <laughs> and said, wow, this girl is a hard worker. Yeah. And I literally leaned against the hot dog roller and watched her for 20 minutes. Yeah. Said, I said, hey, you want a new job? And that's yeah. where I got her. Yeah. That's awesome. Right? She thought I was a stalker. Took yeah. a <laughs> so now she's like, who the hell is this guy? At our level, and she's the best pizza maker we have. That's in two amazing. Years. So we have a saute cook who's 16. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Gunner, this kid came in. He wanted to be a chef, go to yeah. culinary school. I brought him in as a dish guy. He runs all our saute at 16 years old. Yeah. Every recipe, cooks on the line live. Yeah. Uh, Joe came from an auto parts store, never restaurant. I mean, it's crazy That's the insane. ones we have to what yeah. the food that comes up on our pass with the people that are actually not culinary trained. Yeah. So we're constantly teaching and yeah. working. and. But I'm in there every minute and I see it. Of course. Right? I'm like, That's how it rolls, right? You know, it uh, is crazy, though. I We always say, like, you don't have to go to culinary school to be yeah. an amazing line cook or an amazing yeah. chef. Like, that. I mean, will you learn skills there? Absolutely. But yeah. a lot of times it's people, you know, mentors like you. It's on the line. That, yeah. yeah I mean, that's the real life line. experience you yeah. need. And they, so you guys see, like, I'm sure how, I mean, your kitchen is, say, your head chef his back is to your customers and he's driving his team. Correct. You can see the kitchen, right? That's yeah. the whole part of it. Yeah. Ours is so opposite. Yeah. Have you noticed? Yeah. My back is not to the customers. Right. It's, it's facing. Correct. I'm talking to the customers. Uh -huh. So yeah. my, I rely on them so hard to communicate sure. between themselves. Sure. I can see where they are and I can look to the left, look to the right. Yeah. And know. This ticket's about done, whatever. I'm yeah. not driving them. They're driving themselves and yeah. they see it and I help kind of put where it needs to go yeah but for the most part we run our kitchen probably backwards and 99 percent of them yeah, yeah. right and, and you know because people when they start talking to you mm -hmm. i've burned so many carbonaras yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah we did you know and all of a sudden you're talking to a guest and you're like well my nose just went off yeah i just, yeah. I just reached my <laughs> well your food's done because <laughs> yeah. i can smell it's gone yeah. refire on the yeah. fly yeah, yeah. So, hold that thought you know, and that's the open kitchen but yeah I, I don't know i think it's just 
if you want to open a restaurant, you got to have two things, right? You need to love what you do, mm-hmm. period, uh, and be extremely passionate about that part of it. Mm-hmm. If you're not, it's not Don't going do to it. fly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's literally how do you get flavor on a plate, right? Be passionate, you know, right. and know what it is and, and be ready to let it consume you 100 hours a day. That's mm-hmm. all you do is drive for that restaurant. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whether yeah. it's a hot dog stand or, or whatever it is or something like the fireplace, right. you have to give it everything you have. Oh. If you're a retired account, go, oh, I want to open a restaurant because I make the best damn meatloaf. You're, yeah. You're crazy. You're crazy. Right? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. 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 So. I think that's, you know, people always say, you know, oh, we see Gino in the restaurant all the time, or they say that about Niall. And it's like, uh. yeah, the, you're the driving force. You know, you're, we we call it the cult leader. You know, you're yeah. the one that's making things happy and keeping people on track. And I just think it's, it's, it is. And you can it's a full time, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> That's the thing. So I got in late, right? Yeah. So Niall's been doing this a lot longer than I have, yeah. right? So chefs burn themselves out, just mm-hmm. like anything. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. of course. You to burn yourself out at a certain level. So I'm 52, mm-hmm. but I jumped in at 49. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have the drive of a 23-year-old coming into the sure. industry just at an old Hungry man's body. It. Right. So that I think that's a difference with me Yeah. is, you know, I was building for so long and, yeah. then, and then I got out of that and then... So I still have that hunger, that drive to yeah. to be the best and do the best. So yeah. you know, I've got a seven year plan. After cool. that, hey. I can't. Yeah, you can't speak at that point. Yeah. Out, you know. Then you just enjoy those grandbabies. Yeah. yeah. So because you're in the restaurant every day that they're open, right? And every day we're not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every day you're not. Every hour Tuesday's of every my day. day at home, right? So yeah. okay. that was yesterday, and that's why I couldn't do it on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Beat me over the head if I was, oh, I used to do it. Oh, I had to do this. And she's like, oh, Gino. Yeah, you <laughs> so, got to have some yeah, time. So, yeah, yeah, I'm in there every every day. And yeah. I do, I mean, we have guys that help prep and we do. I've kind of distributed it sure. more now, but at the beginning, 100% of every prep I do. Absolutely. I mean, it was all me, yeah. you know, as far as the, well, the it's prep It's hard days. to do that. It's but now they, to, they do it. They yeah. do a lot of it. So It's good that you have a team that, you know, can do it to your level and you trust to do it. You know, no. that's that's huge. Well, the key is to get the food prepped to make the service not as difficult to sure. produce it out on the line, right? Sure. You know? mm-hmm. And Italian food allows you that luxury to, you know, we make our bolognese in bulk, right? Mm-hmm. We, do, we do a lot long process, yeah. from empty pans also, but, you know, you still, you know, they, we have parts and components that, you know, are kind of plug and play sure. at that point. You know? mm-hmm. Sure. That's awesome. Uh, before we wrap up, any advice you'd give to aspiring chefs or other people who are maybe considering entering the culinary world and opening or even opening their own restaurant? Oh. <laughs> Big one, right? Yeah. A, we're getting deep now yeah, after. Advice to aspiring chefs. <clears throat> what makes a good chef? Um, ingredients, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You want to step up your game, mm-hmm. buy good ingredients. Yes, mm-hmm. it's worth it's, the money. It is, 100%, right? That is number one. It's a difference between a tomato in Walmart in November yep. or one out of Little Gardens, right? Absolutely. In July. So yeah. Yeah, you don't have to do much with that one. So right. I said use the best ingredients, right, if you're mm-hmm. a chef. But advice is you have to live that life and understand what you're doing just Every day, it's it's if you're not willing to commit a hundred percent to your food, food is number one. Period. I, mm-hmm. Everybody says service is number one. Yeah. I disagree. 100%. I I completely disagree. Yeah. I, yeah. I think if food you, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can have the best service in the world, the shittiest food, and they're not coming back. Exactly. Right. You can have, I don't know, mediocre service and mm-hmm. the best food, and they're still going to come back. Mm-hmm. But, so that's kind of I think you know, know your craft and dial into something that you enjoy. Absolutely. Period, right. If you're, oh, I want to sell chicken wings and you don't even like chicken, you're probably a fool. To <laughs> yeah. Make a chicken like wing. a no, vegan open a steak, he's opening a yeah. steakhouse. Like, not so going to happen. It, it literally is in, I mean, math and have a good accountant, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Know your numbers. It's a, it's a math game that you mm-hmm. guys probably know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, your labor's out of control, your food's out yeah. of control, and all of a sudden you're like, man, we're busy as hell and we're making all this money and, and, all of a sudden, you're like, two years go by, and you're like, I have no more money. Right. Why? Well, yeah. Well, your labor's at yeah. 78%. Yeah. What are you doing? Your yeah. food is at 62. You're in the hole. But it oh, we you, live in that p <laughs> I mean, it took you two years to run out of cash, but it's yeah. going to happen. Right. You know, and so right. that's kind of the key, and, you know, where most of them fail. Right. You know, they're undercapitalized, or they have no control of what's being spent. Yeah. In yeah. In a restaurant, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. 
Love it. That's awesome. I would say do the math and cook what you love. And cook what you love. I love it. So tell the people where they can find you when you guys are open, all that sort of information. Lucia, so we don't have a website. It's the craziest damn thing. I've never but you have a thriving Facebook page. I know yeah. that for sure. I mean, all so, you need is, all yeah. you need is <laughs> Google. I'm like, I know you do. Yeah. yeah. So it is on Facebook, of course, Lucia's Italian Kitchen, you know, and then our Instagram is, is the same. Mm-hmm. It's, it says it's Lucia's uh, Effingham yeah. on mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah. So, um, yeah, those are our two platforms. Yeah. Uh, we're at 400 West Clark in the Overpass Plaza, where mm-hmm. some people don't even know where the Overpass Plaza is. I, isn't that crazy? I always tell people it's the old, old Jimmy John's. Yes. But it's like oh, yeah. better now. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I've met the old, old Jimmy John's. Yes. <laughs> before, right? So, and that's where it is. It, yeah. I say it's next to Tolliver's Barbershop. Oh, right? that yeah. strikes people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that's where we are. And we're open Thursday for dinner service only, uh-huh. right? And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday all day. Love um, it. For the most part. We just opened Monday nights for pizza takeout only. Oh, pizza takeout only. I saw that. From That's awesome. four to nine. Nice. Um, one problem with that is yeah. I cannot figure out on Google how the hell I can put pizza only. It just mm. shows we're open. Oh, oh, that's the story of our life. Google messes Google us up so every now day. I'm getting customers showing up on Monday go, oh, you're only serving pizza. I'm like, well, your website. Well, I don't have a website. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking in my head, but that Google website, yeah, mm-hmm. I get where he's getting it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we have that every Monday. You know, a family of six will walk in. I'm like, yeah. Asshole, pizza takeout. Chairs are up, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how to fix that. I've, I've yeah. For weeks, I've been trying to figure trying it to out. Trying to fix that. I know we have carry out only labeled on certain or. Didn't we at one point? Yeah. Or, I don't know if you could change it or edit it. Yeah. I don't know. I have to look. Riley, I'll Google, have to dive in. Google is a pain in the ass. Google, but, yeah. You know, oh, they close us just randomly. They yeah. just decide that we're permanently closed. Sometimes. We're always permanently closed. So. It's a awesome. joke. It's a joke. <laughs> so. And people yeah, well, will Google send us Facebook messages. Our, yeah. You know, we, travelers, you guys see a lot of travelers. Totally. Too, yeah. But they look at the reviews and they're like, oh, let's go try this. Yeah. Oh, else. yeah. So, Five stars, you know, we're in. Yeah. Go look at the, the pictures of the food. And mm. I know Facebook is huge for us. And I always say, if you want to follow Lucia's, go to Lucia's Facebook page. Yeah. And every special you'll see. And they randomly pop up. I mean, I may wake up on a morning and go, I'm making this today. Yeah. And that's how they come about. Yeah. They're yeah. Gone, they're gone and they're gone forever. And they're like, I oh, love I a chef yeah. special. Yeah. So we randomly will make them, but it's always on our Facebook. Yeah. That's where I tell people to go. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Talk a little bit about the the contest you guys just had at your place. So with oh, all, yeah. your, all your staff. Because yeah. I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, the cooking Like kind contest. of your version of chopped kind of? Yeah, chopped without a basket. So yeah. it, it literally was a team building exercise. Just yeah. put the crew together yeah. uh, and have fun. So I gave all everybody in the restaurants from the front to the back, everybody, except you know me, $100. They go shop for whatever they want, um, use whatever ingredient we have in the restaurant, and they have to give us a dish. So first round, they I put three up. They started at eleven by twelve thirty. We needed to be judging their food. Mm-hmm. I brought Tyler in from Heron oh, Coke. Yeah, I'm from like, because I can't. I need somebody else because I may be biased. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Sure. So and then Brittany, our social media, right? Yeah. So she came and got to judge too a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, her two cents. But so basically, we had a cooking competition. The winner got five hundred dollars. That's Huge. awesome. Cash and a two thousand eight grand champion. <laughs> cooking trophy that I had in my basement. <laughs> Vintage. You know what? I think it. that's awesome. Pass um, it, you know. That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah, it was a, just a fun day. They kind of got to cook what they wanted. And, yeah. And the, what was the winning dish? Our guy, Joe Mama, Joe Burke, um, the auto parts store guy. Yes. One with a garlic, Asian garlic sticky pork chop. Oh, yeah! Your mouth watering. I literally love like pork chops are my <laughs> thing. Grilled potato. Um, Yum. And I gave them all pointers and hints. I did sure. not tell them what to do, but I would ask what they're doing, and then I would say, "Have you ever thought of this?" Mm-hmm. And then they'd think, "Oh shit!" Right? <laughs> Joe's like, he has a two-inch pork chop. I said, "Joe, how are you going to cook that pork chop in a pan?" I'm like, "Oh, oh boy." <laughs> Okay. It's going to be a little dry. The oven's on at 350 in the back also, just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a little hint. And then, you know, yeah. So I gave them all little kind of pointers. 
but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a great. The dishes were good. Yeah, which I was really surprised by by what they brought me. Yeah, especially uh, you know you saying they weren't necessarily culinary trained. You know, yeah. Joe was an auto parts guy, and you have oh, Joe you found know. this on the internet. And said, oh, this well, he wanted to go pork belly. He yeah, said, but he couldn't oh, find I love it. Pork belly too. <clears throat> I said you'd have lost with pork belly. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. A... Was way more forgiving than what you're gonna do with that pork. True. Belly. Yeah. Right? So, but yeah, he found that one on the internet and. Uh, I don't know where some of them came up with their ideas. Yeah, that's awesome. Poor Jamie was sick. She could not. She got oh, sick no. here over the last weekend. Had to go home. She's I mean, already scheduled in turn. I couldn't change it, but so she missed out. And, yeah. And I said, Jamie, you cannot. You can make a pizza, but you can't. You cannot. Nobody can make anything on our menu. Sure. Yeah. Right? I was gonna say that's Gunner. You cannot make my carbonara. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Work, you know? uh, but yeah, it was a great day, and, and we do little stuff like this too. This yeah. Is kind of, we go to the Cardinals games. We're getting ready to go to a Blues game. Oh, nice. Here. That'll be fun. Pretty soon with yeah. the crew and do some other stuff. But team building is important for sure. They love it. Yeah. How many total are on your team? Not many. <laughs> Eight. Hey, that that's awesome. That's great. There's yeah. Eight of us there, yeah. Honestly, that's great. Uh, very small. Yeah. yeah. It is so tiny. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll probably have a little more coming in the fall. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, that's amazing. It is though. such a small group. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well. They get a lot of hours. I mean, they they want them now. Gunner's going back to school, right? Mm. Sure. Change some things. Uh, B goes back to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, real quick, yeah. just let everybody know we are a BYOB restaurant. Oh, right? oh yes. yeah. Yes. That's important to know. Yeah, I want to put that out there. Yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> and that's there's two reasons. We have our license from the city. Yeah. I never went and got it from the state. Um, Veronica, our main front mm-hmm. high school, mm-hmm. she's a senior now, mm-hmm. cannot serve now with our counter service. You got to be 21 to take their money to sell it right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she can serve as you guys know in 18 yeah so she can't ring it in and say oh i want a bottle of wine and take yeah. an order so we left it that way and, and the byob has been fun it's yeah. different it saves the customer a little bit of money sure right and say look i'd rather charge you more for my food for mm-hmm. what i'm giving you yeah than, than jack up your alcohol mm-hmm. yeah so yeah uh in our little place it works but people go oh you know yeah. Alcohol. You probably see a lot of bottles of wine brought in. Tons. I was yeah. Say with pasta, and absolutely. Everyone's got their own favorite wine, so it's fun. There's a group of five ladies brought in a handle of Tito's. I said, Holy <laughs> shit. They took the big table. And, they sound uh, fun. Yeah. 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 It was uh, That's a party. an hour and a half of craziness going on. It was, you know, uh, and that happened one time. But yeah. yeah. They, and then people said, you know, um, can you put this beer in your fridge? Yeah, no problem. So we put it over in the other one cooler. Yeah. And they just walk up. Can I have a beer? It was handed. You know, it's their beer. Why not? Yeah, it's that kind of place. It really, you come in shorts, flip flops, suit. It doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. really kind of laid back. You know, I got rid of the chef coats. Yeah. Right? They're yeah. hotter than hell. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, kitchens are hot. Yeah. T shirts work Super for hot. us. And yeah. And say, yeah. Yeah. Come as you are and bring shorts. your own wine. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Come as you are. Bring your own wine. No I love parking it. fee. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank so, you for coming on. We appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you guys. It's been fun. Yeah. I learned a lot. This was a great I episode. Did too. This was fun. Yeah. 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 Yeah, cool. we always, you know, we just never know what to expect because we have anything from like local events to, right. you know, restaurants to businesses. And we're just yeah. always like, that was fun. We wanted to get more food on, like I told you earlier, just because yeah. we haven't yet this season. So yeah. well, we were excited. Right then, yeah, we love food. We like to think we do. We nerd out on food. Yeah. So. <laughs> it, uh, so no, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, so. yeah. Cool. Well, thank you again. Awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, we're so glad you're here.